You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Hey, everybody, and welcome to A Step Further. This is our weekly podcast from Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Matt Nickerson, and I will be your host for today's podcast. Come to think of it, I think I've been the host for every podcast so far. Uh, We have been in a series all about freedom. This series has been really good for me, and I've talked to a number of you, and it's been good for you, too. So if you're following with us here on this podcast, I hope you've been listening on Sundays. If not, you can go into the podcast channel, look up Kingsway Christian Church, and find us there, because these are all building on those. Our hope is to take that content a step further into your life. So this past week was part two of a two-part series on fear. And uh, here's the thing. We learned a long time ago that there are two major responses when fear occurs. So you're walking in the woods, a bear comes out of the woods, crosses a path in front of you 50 feet ahead, and your body immediately starts pumping out endorphins and hormones and all kinds of things, adrenaline. And what happens is you go into a hyper-focused state. And we used to call that fight or flight. You've maybe heard that before, right? If you trap an animal, it goes into fight or flight mode based off whether it thinks it can defeat you or not. Well, that's all good data and it's accurate. It's just that it's not the entire story. As we began to study fear further through psychiatry and, and sociology and all those things, what we found was there was a third response and we call it maybe the freeze or the fold response. And if you, depending on how you want to call that, how you want to calculate that. So think of an opossum. It's just one animal, but you know, when an opossum is attacked, it lays down, it plays dead. And uh, that's its defense mechanism in a state of fear. Well, humans actually can do the same thing. And sometimes it's wise. Just to give an example, uh, if you were to look it up on the internet, you'll see that if a grizzly bear mama attacks you and it is protecting its babies, the best thing you could do is try to play dead. It may not help. It may change absolutely nothing. If you're actually ever attacked by a grizzly bear or a Kodiak bear, uh, that's how you want to do it. If you know it's a mama's protecting its babies, that's a lot of information to take in, but you do not want to be seen as an aggressor in that situation, unless you have a very large gun or bear spray, regardless. So moving on to those are three natural responses, but there's actually a fourth response. We tend to see this fourth response when people are feeling anxious. So as Sunday, we talked about the difference between fear and anxiety. Fear is like a lightning storm, thunderstorm, comes up on you. It's boom, boom. It's flash, flash. It's here, and then it's gone. It's a very clear and present danger. I know exactly what it is that's scaring me. Anxiety is a little grayer than that. It's more like, I joked, that it's more like Indiana. Might be more like Seattle, depending on, you know, if you've ever been to Seattle before. It's it's just gray all the time. You don't know exactly where it comes from or where it's going. You don't know the cause of it. It's like a, a thousand little deaths, just little cuts, cut, 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 all the time, worried all the time, anxious, under the surface. But I don't know what it is, so I can't solve it. I can't make it go away. I can't make the bear leave. I can't get to safety because I don't know how to identify it. Now, in that situation... We have sometimes another uh, fear word that we say fret. So we have fight, flight, freeze or fold, and fret. And part of the reason I picked all those F words is because they make for a really good, uh, what do we call that, alliteration. What I want to do real quick, though, is just address those through the context of Sunday's uh, Psalm, Psalm 3. And again, if you heard, did not hear Sunday's message, it would help you to go back and listen. And then what I would do is just read a verse that correlates with each of those to encourage you. So 
in Psalm 3, David's identity is coming into question, as we talked about. And David is beginning to identify again with the fact that he didn't make himself king when he could have lost his life originally when Saul was trying to kill him, when the armies of Israel were chasing him because Saul had them chasing him. Uh, many times when he should have had maybe the kingdom stripped away from him for major mistakes that he made, whatever was causing him the fear, the anxiety, at each point in time, David had to re-anchor his soul in the Lord. He had to once again turn his trust to hope to the Lord. And so in Psalm 3, I really believe his identity is coming into question because he had to remember again, I didn't become king of my own. I never saved myself. If God is ready to take the kingdom away from me, so be it. He has the right to do that. But nevertheless, I'm trusting in God as my hope. I'm doing that again. My identity is in you, God. And so he writes in Psalm 3 that the Lord is a shield about him, that the Lord is the glory, his glory, and that the Lord is the lifter of his head. Actually, he says, the Lord lifts my head high. And so that's a powerful three-part phrase as I get into this. So what I want to do right now is look at that shield analogy, the, the fight, fright, flight, and fret. <laughs> I think I said those right. That's a lot of F words I've been playing around with in there. So we got fight and flight and freeze fold. There we go. Or fret. Those, as we're talking through this, let's take a look for a second. So remember this. A shield is only helpful to you if you're using it in battle. The shield wraps around you. I showed in, the, in my sermon on Sunday that this shield is not the kind you hold one hand and strike with the other. This shield wraps around you. But if you have a shield that wraps around you to protect you from flaming arrows coming flying at you, uh, it is no good if you turn and run. So it is only good if you go forward. Well, how can I go forward into a situation, into a difficult situation where I know it's going to be hard and painful? I have a right to be afraid. David's surrounded by 10,000 on all sides, but yet he goes forward because he's trusting in the Lord. Well, I just want to remind you, it says in Exodus, um, Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, will never you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Hmm. So here the Israelites are about to cross uh, through the Red Sea. The Egyptian army is chasing them and Moses reminds them, you don't need to turn around and fight. You don't need to do that. You couldn't win anyway, by the way. The Egyptian army would destroy you if you tried that. You need only to stand firm because the Lord will fight for you. So when God calls you into battle and flaming arrows are coming at you, not only is he your shield, but he is also the one who will fight for you. So if your natural fear state is to fight, I want to encourage you today to take a deep breath and not fight, but let the Lord fight for you. All right, let's take a look at flight for a second. It says in the Psalms, praise be to the Lord. For he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy. And with my song, I praise him. If your natural response when fear hits, when anxiety hits, is to run away. I know somebody like this, by the way. I know somebody who um, I've, I've counseled their them and their spouse before. And uh, every, every few months I get a message from them that'll say, remind me again why I need to stay. Remind me again why I need to be in this marriage. Remind me again why I need to not run away because everything in me wants to quit. Everything in me wants to run away. And I remind them again that God is for them, God is with them, and God will be their shield. And again, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. So if you're a flight kind of person, I want to encourage you today, you don't have to run. I know it's hard. I know it's scary. Whatever you're going through, you don't have to run. The Lord will help you. He will protect you. But what if you're a fret kind of person? You know, maybe you're a, uh, an anxious kind of person. I just want to remind you again, the, the Bible says, 
And this is Philippians 4. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Don't you love the way the Bible just says, do not be anxious? Like, okay, ready? One, two, three, stop. Well, I saw this meme on Facebook. It recently said something. I showed a sign. It said, in the history of somebody saying, just be calm, nobody has ever been calm or something like that. I didn't say that well. But the whole idea is, have you ever calmed down because somebody looked at you and said, just be calm, just calm down, just relax. Have you ever relaxed? No. But the Bible just says, do not be anxious. But in every situation. So here's the thing. The Bible doesn't say, just calm down. No, it says, calm down and take your anxiety to a very specific place. So if you're an anxious person, when fear happens and anxiety happens, you're the fret kind of person. You you feel it. It's the, 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 the death of a thousand cuts. Then what you do is by prayer and petition. So you, you keep praying and you keep praying and you keep praying. The petition part is I pray and I pray and I pray and I pray and I pray. And then with Thanksgiving, present your request to God. So with Thanksgiving, God, thank you for being with me. Thank you for being for me. Thank you for never failing me a day in my life. And then you start to list them. God, you've done this, you've done this, you've done this, you've done this. Because what you're doing in that moment is you're reminding yourself of the goodness, the faithfulness of God. And then lastly, lastly, the fold person, the fold person. So if you're the kind of person who quits, plays the opossum, everything's just become so overwhelming, you know what, I'm just gonna, just gonna quit, right? I just can't, I, whatever it is, however you do that, however that looks for you, I'm just gonna get on my iPad, I'm just gonna get on my phone, I'm just gonna turn on the TV, I'm gonna leave my marriage, I'm gonna leave my job, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna quit and walk away, I'm just done, I'm done, I'm done. I wanna remind you, and Hebrews, uh, the, the writer of Hebrews is strongly encouraging the people. And we're told this, he's actually quoted the Old Testament. And my righteous one will live by faith, I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. Now, specifically in the, in the book of Hebrews, people are afraid because they're being persecuted, arrested, and some are being killed. And so they want, they're thinking about quitting. And the writer of Hebrews is saying, don't quit. Where else are you going to go and find help? Where else are you going to go and find hope? You'll find it in no other religion. You'll find it in no other source. God takes no delight in those who freeze God takes no delight in those who fold. God takes great delight in those who do not shrink back, but go forward in faith. Remember this, God is your shield, and shields are only useful if you go forward in the battle in obedience to God. I don't know how you respond in fear and anxiety, but I pray today that you're encouraged to fight your battle with the strength of the Lord. God bless you.